Welcome back to the Risk Report. My name is Roman the Stoic. You already know who this is, of course. I don't know why I say it. That's the rapper in me, <laughs> as I just constantly say. You know who it is, and people people don't know who it is. You know, there was actually, I want to shout out some piece of shit that I don't even remember their name, but they were like, oh, actually, now I know who it was. It was, the, it was one of the neighbors, and he just says weird shit all the time. And he was like, I love how you go. You already know who it is, Roman Stoic, and nobody knows who you are. And I just looked at him like I was going to fucking strangle him, probably. I was like, did you really just fucking say that? You know, like you just fucking said that. <laughs> I love how nobody knows who you are. Hey, go fuck yourself, huh? How about that? Yeah, that's the rapper thing I do. You already know who it is. And nobody knows who it is. <laughs> um, today is Wednesday. What day is it today? I don't even know. Huh. March 24th. Today is Wednesday. Of course, it's going to be fucking wine Wednesday for the ladies out there. <clears throat> My girl probably going to be doing wine Wednesday. And you know what I'm going to be doing? I'm going to be doing We Wednesday. All right. I'm going to be playing the fucking We tonight. And I'm going to drink my own wine. And I'm going to kick this fucking cold. And I'm going to finally get a birdie or a negative two on my whole fucking game for golf on the Wii. Yeah, we still got the fucking Wii. And if you don't got a Wii, then what the hell are you doing with yourself? Hmm? What are you doing with your life that you don't have a Wii? Unless you got the Nintendo Switch, then of course you've upgraded into the finer things in life. But we got both. And we got Xboxes. I got two of them. How about that? First world things. <laughs> Spoiled person things, huh? Any game, I got it. I Any game I want, hey, I'm an adult now. I can buy it. <laughs> but I don't. I don't because I'm a cheap fuck and I play free games like Fortnite. Um, I want to say a huge shout out. I didn't know that on the anchor I could go. I could see like, whoa, I'm seeing crazy places. You know, I'm seeing other countries um, are tuning in to hear the podcast, right? And they're probably some German person's probably like, I don't understand this guy. What is he saying, right? And... um but anyways, I didn't know that I could fucking go into the location. So, for example, I went into the United States and I went into Canada and Canada showed, you know, you've got this percentage from Ontario listening. So shout out to Ontario, Canada. I also checked out in the U.S. We had um, Dallas, Texas. We got some viewers in Dallas, Texas, a strong percentage. Shout out to Dallas, Texas. Shout out to, of course, the local, the Boca, Miami, Fort Lauderdale. Those are the places that are tuning in. Um, shout out to Pinckney, Michigan. And shout out to Diarbor, Michigan. Um, and shout out to Los Angeles, California. And the final is shout out to Lexington, Kentucky. Can you believe that? I started this podcast a month and a half ago, and I got motherfuckers tuning in from all over the place, and hopefully they like it, because nobody's canceled me yet. Um, I haven't received any hate mail or anything. 
Um, yeah, but we're having fun, dude. We're having fun with the fucking podcast. And I'll tell you what I'm not having fun with. I'm not having fun with trying to get my um, tag and registration. All right. I paid for it on February 11th and we are on March 24th and I still haven't received it. So now I have to go fucking take my time out of my day to go to this sloppy, shitty DMV, wait probably three or four days so that I could get seen at the DMV to then just get my fucking tag and title because I put in the right address and I don't know what happened. It's never, I haven't received it. So if I get pulled over and arrested for a DUI, it's cause I didn't get my fucking tag and title in time. Um, yeah, I tried calling, I tried calling these fucking the, whatever the automated Florida highway DMV patrol, whatever. Right. And it's all automated. You can't, they don't have any fucking, real people. It's just, um, Skynet and the Terminators are working for the DMV. Now the Florida highway DMV, whatever it's all automated response. And I really hate that. I, you know, I find the phones. I'm always the one who's always looking up. No, no, no. There's gotta be a customer service fucking phone number and I'll find it online and I'll fucking hit the, hit the zero, bro. Hit that fucking zero all the time. Right. Get me to a real person, all right? Can I talk to a real person? They could probably maneuver my way into, I'll tell you all the information you need on my end. You maneuver your way and do what you got to do and transfer the phone calls to get me plugged in to where I need to go. This automated response, you're not giving me, you know, you're not giving me enough. You're not giving me enough. And it's like, you don't have a fucking button for, um, Hey, your tag didn't come in after paying for it. Press this button. No, you don't have that. So I had to sit there and call for two days. And then I said, fuck it. I'm going tomorrow morning to the DMV. And look, it's going to suck, but I'm sure I'm going to have a nice story for you guys to do on the podcast for later. And uh, yeah, so I could look at it that way, right? Look at the positives. Look at the positives. I positively sound like shit, right? <laughs> I, I got sick on Sunday, regular sick, right? The common cold. It's not so common anymore. You're not hearing about motherfuckers getting a cold anymore, right? You don't hear nobody coughing. You don't hear nobody sneezing. Everybody tightened the fuck up after Corona. They said, no, 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 we're not even getting a fucking cold. Allergies, what are those? There's Claritin, right? Fuck it. I'm sick. I've got the common cold. <laughs> hey, I got sick. You guys remember that? <laughs> you remember that? That used to happen and you wouldn't die? Um, Yeah. And so I'm on the third day of this. And uh, I always sound like death on, this, on the third day. But hey, my throat doesn't hurt anymore. And that's fantastic. So, yeah, we're sipping on some tea. And, uh, it is what it is. I'm fucking kicking this shit. Um, what else, man? Shout out to, uh, Christian Composto. He put out some, a new album. Um, and maybe that's who's checking it out from fucking Michigan, huh? He just did move out to Michigan, but let's pull him up right now. Um, 
if you go on to, you know, I would imagine it's out on Spotify and all that stuff. Linktree, let's go to his Linktree. He put out a new album. Is it a new album? Let's go to Spotify. Uh, which one is his latest single? So check out which one. And it's uh, Compo, C-O-M-P-O on Spotify. And check out which one. All right. Um, and shout out to Compo because he told me, yo, Roman, you're going to really like this fucking documentary or whatever. And it's called The Cult of Cults. Heaven's Gate, The Cult of Cults. And I, I didn't finish it because last night I was fucking exhausted. And I ended up watching it like the first little bit. And then I, I just passed out, right? I passed out. But yeah, that one was looking really crazy. So HBO recommendation from Compo and Roman the Stoic to you is Heaven's Gate, um, Cult of Cults. <laughs> and it's fucking crazy. Like, it's crazy how people can get such a following and that people can be so gullible, spiritually gullible, right? Because there are some intelligent people in there, but not emotionally intelligent or or just, you know, it, they just get people, these cult leaders and stuff, they get people brainwashed somehow, you know? And and to them, like the, the followers, these people look like fucking gods or Jesus Christ or they just follow, they follow them, right? And, um, you know, celebrities have that same type of aura where people just fucking lose themselves and um and forget that that's just a person <laughs> forget that that's just a fucking guy right um feeding you lies and feeding you deception and and whatever fucking crazy psychological bullshit they got going on and so the the heaven's gate was about these cult leader um they they named themselves Doe and T Doe and T, and they it was these two people this man and woman that fucking um they decided they were gonna portray themselves as these alien beings that were in these bodies and um <clears throat> kind of had elements of Christianism and Christianity and uh, and also the UFO craze and what their whole deal was. We're going to prepare our, our followers to um, physically ascend to the, into the kingdom of heaven by boarding an alien ship, leaving our physical bodies, becoming these light bodies and boarding an alien ship and getting the fuck up out of here and going to um, the kingdom of heaven. <laughs> And people believed it, man. People followed them for 22 years until, until they had this crazy mass suicide. And if you didn't want it to get spoiled, hey, it happened 30 years ago. It started in the 70s and ended in the 90s. So it, ha it the, the event happened 30 years ago, the um, or at least 25 years ago, and the... Uh, actual start of this fucking cult leadership and, and cult following 50 years ago. So if I spoiled it for you, Hey, <laughs> Hey, where were you? Um, no, it's, it, I'm not gonna, and there's still so much in the documentary I haven't fucking seen. Um, but it's always impressed me how, 
or just, you know, it's just crazy to think about that these motherfuckers, that there are cults, right? I mean, if you look at, if you look at any form of religion, it's a form of a cult. Um, but the really fucking wild cults, right? Those crazy sex cults and those crazy, um, you know, fucking Illuminati shit or just, uh, you know, people with the mass suicides and stuff like that, like the one in South Africa or South America that happened. Um, the Jonestown one, that one was crazy. You know, these, these fucking cults, cults leaders and shit. Like how do you brainwash people like that? How do you find, how do you hit people's like weakest points and, and transfer them over to, to your power and have a following, you know, um, the, the, the real crazy one too was the one on Netflix, uh, the wild, wild country about the Indian guy who had his own like yogi following type teachings and had this whole fucking community in, was it Oregon? <clears throat> bought land out in Oregon and made this whole commune for his fucking cult. And it was like a sex cult, you know? And there's also what those sex cults in Hollywood. <clears throat> Just wild, man, you know? And I think that people are really gullible and can be like emotionally gullible, even though they're, you know, intelligent people. And, um, those those types of people they do have a, an aura to them or whatever because they're so caught up in their own bullshit that you start to believe what they are you know it's something simple as like my girl <laughs> the other day when we were driving off to i don't know dinner or something she's like talking about the the person that did her, her nails and she was like oh he was talking about um did you know that he said he like, I guess this fucking, uh, this dude that does nails, probably a homosexual male, right? Um, he was talking to her about fashion and he, she was like, yeah, apparently Jean started because of, dude, what did she, what did she say that he said? She said, uh, ripped jeans started because, um, oh my God, what was it? It was something stupid as fuck, man. And I was like, and then she goes, and yeah, he was also saying that baggy baggy jeans started because um, people could hide weapons in them and stuff like that. And and it became popular. And I was like, no, it fucking didn't. It was like because of hip hop and, you know, all that type of culture. And, you know, the ripped jeans, it was because of rock and punk and this and that. And she was like, no. I was like, baby, look it up. Look it up on fucking Google. We got a phone right now that sends you Google. And um and and it was all, you know, it was all pointing towards what I was saying. And the guy, anyways, the moral of the story, the guy had no fucking idea what he was talking about. He heard some shit, it fucking jumbled in his head, and he was like, that makes sense. And he fucking spews it out into the world. And my girl was gullible enough because this guy fucking believed his own shit enough. That she was like, that sounds right. Yeah. Rip jeans totally started because of whatever the fuck he had said. That was so dumb. I can't believe I can't remember what it was. Got it. It made me laugh so hard though that people, you know, and then I said that to her. I'm like, people just fucking buy into their own shit so much. You know, me, you, and everybody around us, we just all buy into our own bullshit so much every day. 
You know, we just fucking buy into this own bullshit that we have. The blah, 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 that we spew. Even me, I got a fucking podcast where I talk for an hour and a half. I probably spew the most bullshit, right? Um, what is it about that in humans? And um, so who knows? You guys want to start a cult, right? <laughs> I'll be your fucking leader. Um, we'll just be uh, skateboarding and making art and. Um, and cooking bomb ass food. Hey, did you guys know that I'm actually a really good cook? Yeah. I cook at my house. Um, my girl yesterday was like, You want me to make you a sandwich? I was like, I just I didn't say it, but I thought it like that's where you should be. You should be making me my sandwich. <laughs> but you know, she just doesn't cook well. I'm I'm the cook in the house, and so I'm I'm constantly fucking cooking all the time, and that's cool. I like doing that shit, you know. I said it in a podcast before. I'm I'm that stay-at-home poppy, right? I'm that stay-at-home daddy with the fucking dogs. I do art. I get paid for art and music and, and skating. And so I have a lot of free time at home. I do the podcast. So, hey, I sh- of course, I'll fucking clean up the house. I'll keep it nice. I'll cook. You know what I mean? You got the fucking, you got the Swiss Army knife of men out here. All right? That's my girl. If you're listening, you need to fucking realize you got this prime fucking beef steak hunk of a man right here <laughs> and he's got that swiss army knife let's call it that uh that uh spanish swiss army knife that spanish army knife right i got that big old duh, you know i got that fucking cooking skills i got the humor um what else i got i got the fact that i could be very quiet and just kind of let you do your own thing <laughs> That's all I got. What do I got? Some talents here and there. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I over overestimated the Swiss Army knife, but I could cook. Okay, I can fucking cook a little bit, and um, that's probably why my girl's still around. Um, because I'm that stay-at-home puppy, huh? So, yeah. What are we gonna do today, huh? What are we going to fucking do? I've just been spewing shit. But yeah, um, cult leaders, try to avoid those. <laughs> try to avoid those guys. Avoid um, fucking dudes at nail salons that are telling you uh, ripped jeans started because uh, homosexuals wanted more air into their fucking clothes. I don't know. Um. Yeah, just, you know, always kind of question things. Even the shit that I spew you and, and tell you and, and look up. It's like, look it up yourself. The fuck was that? Um, government's tracking me. Get down, get down. Northwest 245, they're tracking me. I see I see the fucking helicopters now. We got them, Bill. <laughs> um, yeah. What's going on over here? I got the fucking group chat and it's going bananas. All right. We're actually going to go over. I saw some news things that I, that kind of pointed out and, and screenshotted. And that's what we're going to go over and read today. So yesterday's podcast, I actually brought this shit up about the NBA young boy, how he had gotten arrested and he had to pay $75,000 bond to get out. And it was all over three grams of marijuana and 14 counts of fucking possessions of firearms because they were shooting a music video. 
And, um, and I was like saying, you know, if you tune into that one as for yesterday, I was saying shit like, bro, where's your lawyer, right? Just fucking get a lawyer, uh, lawyer up. Don't say nothing. Don't fucking quiet, quiet. They're not your guns. Those are props. What are you talking about? I paid. I thought those were props. We're shooting a music video. I'm assigned billboard artist. All right. Keeping my mouth shut. Get me my fucking lawyer. Right. Well, I just saw that his lawyer says NBA young boy will be hit with RICO charges. One of the lawyers who closely covered the Takashi 69 racketeering trial says he believes the NBA young boy who was detained today by federal authorities will face a federal judge on RICO charges. All right. All right. So then this isn't his lawyer. Okay. This just says some lawyer is saying this, and it's the lawyer who fucking helped Takashi 69 with his trial. So clearly I fucking read that wrong, right? I thought it was his lawyer or something. Um clearly, man, this is getting this is getting hot. And it might be something like the Takashi shit where it had Takashi was what part of I don't even know what fucking gang it was, right? Some gang in New York will remain unnamed. <laughs> and um, that's what they were trying to get him as, is is trying to infiltrate that gang. And it seems like with NBA Youngboy, you have something similar in the sense that this dude kind of came up with this gang, right? And, I mean, he wears it in his name. And so if they're going to fucking face a federal judge on RICO charges. I just hope he's got the best lawyer possible, right? Um, so this guy pointed out young boy's 2020 arrest in Baton Rouge when authorities hit him with over a dozen drug charges at a video shoot. The Baton Rouge police received a report of a large group of men branding brandishing large firearms at an abandoned property who were identified as two separate factions. Never broke again in bottom boy gorillas. Fast forward to now, young boy is arrested by the feds. Um, you put two and two together. What could you think this be? It could very well be a Rico charge. When he was arrested, he was basically at the seat of the table. He was running the show around him. The guns were the money, the gang members who were also being investigated for other crimes, including murders. You can bet that that's what's going on. The feds are going to try to roll you up in a RICO charge. And that's from the source. And again, it's sad. You know, it's just a bummer that you got to deal with this type of stuff in your life right now. And you've been, you know... Uh, for the most part, changing your, your, the trajectory of your life. Um, and so I hope that all gets resolved well for everybody and that, you know, he can continue to grow as an artist, but you know, that's just, it's crazy as shit to talk about. Um, and I also don't know how somebody would respond to this as I'm talking about it because I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, right? It's not like I'm covering this all the time. It's not like I follow these people or anything like that. So I, you know, what could I fucking say? Um, 
but but this is something I'm going to kind of look at and um yeah, it's just interesting. I'm kind of thinking that it's I don't know, I'm finding an interest in the fact that there is kind of a lot of gang involvement coming out in the music industry. You know, you had that Takashi 69 with that gang. Um god, what was their fucking gang? What was that gang name? He said uh, a treyway, right? The treyway. Um, and look, man, it's just a group of of people that grew up together and and have worked with themselves and and you know they're a family, right? It's like a people that looked out after each other and and did what they needed to do to survive. And um, I don't know. Interesting shit going on in hip hop right now, I think. As to who's doing what and as to why certain people are are, are getting listened to and, and popping up. You know, and I wouldn't doubt if there's something similar going down in in the area that I'm in. You know, in the Miami scene. I wouldn't doubt excuse me. I wouldn't see they're trying to silence me. <laughs> Trying to shut me down. I wouldn't doubt. Uh, I wouldn't doubt that there's something similar going on down here. And I've said it before because I've seen sides of hip hop that, as a local guy coming up doing local th- scenes and shit like that, you know, you get kind of hip to the game real quick. That that the people that are kind of gatekeeping this quote-unquote like uh next level or next platform or scene or or whatever you want to call it you know you either got to pay it pay it through them pay money um or it's just you know there's there is a shady element going on right where it's not like it's not like these people long are the days it seems like that someone's going to invest in you because you're your talent and you're good, you know. Now it's like, oh, you're talented and you're good and you make music and you make all this. Okay, well, invest in your marketing, invest in me. I read something today. I think it was on on Instagram or some shit, and it was like this artist whatever whatever, let me look it up. I forget what his name was. Well, apparently him um he whatever art uh, one second let me just fucking look this up right here all right cameron airborne that's the artist's name cameron airborne says he has spent at least $250,000 in total marketing his music okay you want and let's go on to Cameron Airborne. How many followers do you think he's got on Instagram? 19,000 followers. You know, and and that type of marketing that he's paying could go for the the shows he's doing, for promotions for his music to get played, for um paying for bigger artists to do slots and music with him. 
But it's like, dude, at some point, it's like we're getting robbed out here for our dreams. And I'm not taking anything from Cameron Airborne or anything like that, right? Um, I know the struggles of being a recording artist. Um, and and I know you have to market and put money towards your dream. I, I understand that. But at some point, we have to realize that these fucking people are absolutely robbing us of our dreams, all right? They're capitalizing on our dreams, on our hard work, on your life, on what you say, on what you made. And just because they feel like they're these fucking gatekeepers to marketing and the internet and who listens to who, oh, you need to fucking pay this amount to get put on this playlist, at a certain point, as artists, we need to stand back and we need to say, what the fuck is this about, right? And that's the, the shady, shady shit. And look, hey, you've always had to grease palms. And these big artists as well, they have to grease palms, right? Artists like, and especially back in the 70s, what do you think it was? Um, people, uh, there was payola, right? That whole payola thing of, of radios getting paid to play music, right? There's, there is all of that. There is all of that grease in the palms, okay? Paying people off. Paying people off with drugs, with money, right? With future uh, future debts, you could say. You scratch my back, I scratch yours. Or, or some Don Corleone type shit of, you know, I'm going to do this for you, but I'm going to come back with you with a favor that you cannot, you know. I'm going to give you an offer you can't refuse, but it's going to come back with a favor, right? Um. You know, it's it's a bummer that we have to pay so much. I mean, this man said, and this is probably uh, over time. He's paid the two hundred and fifty grand. He probably calculated it all up. You know, I've I've probably spent you know tens of thousands of dollars recording music in in the ten years. Um. It probably starts to add up, but at the same time, it's like, that's a lot of money. That's a house. You know, that's a that's a more concrete investment. And, um, and not to take anything away from that man, I'm just saying it's kind of a bummer that you've, you've spent so much money on promoting your music and marketing. And you only have 20,000 followers on Instagram. You know, you don't even have a dollar. There's not like if it was a dollar per follower, you would have had 250,000 followers. You don't even have that return. And I'm not trying to take anything away from your music or anything like that. This has nothing to do with your your creative, your creativity and your artistic talents. And, and you as an artist, this has to do with the fact that we are getting fucked as artists and as local artists and underground artists and people coming up. We're getting fucking bent over and fucked for our money. And I don't stand for that shit. I don't stand for these fucking people that feel like they are the gatekeepers to this scene 
and that you have to pay to get put on this fucking playlist. And that's how you're going to get heard. Or else you could try another playlist, right? Yeah, I'll try another playlist or whatever. Or just hopefully it gets fucking heard and you, and you just keep promoting it your own way. You know, but at the same time, that's people are working really hard and putting themselves into their music and, and their life. And these are their stories and everything and their emotions. And, and then on top of that, you're going to have to spend hard earned money. You know, we know how tough it is regardless to fucking make a living. Um, especially a person who's following their dreams and the jobs that those types of people have to work, they're just barely making it by. You know what I mean? Um, until you fucking kind of get that break. And so it's always been a, a kind of close to me that um, there's a lot of scams out there and, and shit like that. And maybe that's something I want to talk about right now real quick while I'm on the subject is... Watch out for these scams. I know we've talked about in, in podcasts before for music about uh, you have to promote your music and you have to put it out on playlists. And yeah, you're going to have to pay, you know, but but let's be fucking realistic and let's be modest about it. Um, And watch out for those scams, man, because there's scams out there left and right, left and right. How many artists got the the email that they could perform and open up for the weekend or perform and open up for Mac Miller and all you had to do was pay 200 bucks to to solidify your slot and you would be able to open up for the show for that blah 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 blah. Right? They went as this scam went so far. These scams, they do this. They go so far as to create a website, a false website when they send out the email, they create a false website for you to go to so everything looks legitimate until you read it over and over and over and over and over again. And then you realize this is illegitimate. And then you wait a day, two days, three days, go back on the website, it's gone. Yeah, you have to protect yourself, people. These scams are out there. Um, there's people that are trying to capitalize on your hard-earned fucking dreams and hard-earned work. And, and that's something I'm super against. Um, but yeah, that's my fucking two cents on that. Let's, let's go over some, some other news. I saw some crazy news, um, that I kind of wanted to read. (coughs) And so you guys could listen to my illiterate ass. Um, teenager accused of hacking Elon Musk, Kanye West, and Joe Biden on Twitter has been sentenced to three years in juvenile prison. Wow. A teenager hacker pleaded guilty in a Florida court to the charges related to a July 2020 Twitter hack. Um, the, the hacker Graham Ivan Clark pleaded guilty to 30 charges against him. Oh, my God. Uh, the teenager accused of the mastermind, and this is from the insider.com. The teenager accused of the masterminding the hack of the several high-profile Twitter accounts in 2020 is part of an alleged uh, cryptocurrency scam, has pleaded guilty to numerous charges in Florida's 13th Judicial Circuit Court in Tampa, the Wall Street Journal reported. Um the accounts included those of the president Joe Biden, um, 
Jeff Bezos, Bill Gates, Warren Buffett, Kanye West, and the official Apple account. Wow. Graham Ivan Clark, now 18, pleaded guilty to 30 charges against him related to the hack. According to New York Times, as part of the deal with the prosecutors, he agreed to serve three years in a juvenile prison and three years probation, as well as not use computers without permission or law enforcement supervision, the Times reported. <coughs> I'll tell you why he's probably getting such a such a slap on the wrist. He's getting a light slap on the wrist. You want, you want to know why? A, he's probably white. And B... This guy is going to get offered um, jobs at NSA, any any of those security firms, CIA, FBI, any of that shit. He's going to get offered a job to hack. He's going to get offered a job to hack or to find ways of hacking so that he can build firewalls and shit like that. Because if he could tap into powerful, powerful people's accounts like that, then clearly there's some use for him. Okay. Um, the Tampa Bay times reported that the agreement allowed Clark to be sentenced as a youthful offender rather than an adult. But if he violates the agreement, he could receive a 10 year minimum sentence that, that applies to adults. You know what they're going to do? They're going to, they're going to hang it over his head and they're going to use it as leverage to have him, um, do what they want him to do. Prosecutors said that the hack, which took place in July 2020, impacted a number of celebrity accounts on Twitter and was part of a scheme that attempted to scam people into sending Bitcoin payments. Twitter said in a statement at the time that the mass cyber attack targeted 130 accounts. The company also said that up to eight accounts, none of which were verified, had all their data downloaded during the event. The accounts that were successfully hacked posted messages saying that they were feeling generous and that if people sent them Bitcoin, they would send double the amount back. The messages were, of course, false, but the scheme earned Clark approximately $117,000 in cryptocurrency. So at the time, he probably got two or three Bitcoins. According to a prosecutor with the Florida State Attorney's Office, the Wall Street Journal reported the attack was a moment of reckoning for Twitter, which briefly brought blah, 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 briefly blocked all verified accounts from tweeting on the day of the hack to stop the tweets. There's always some crazy shit happening in Twitter, right? Twitter's declined to comment regarding the Clark's plea deal. Oh, they, they didn't want to talk. <coughs> so... Look, man, I mean, you got a crazy... Well, it looks like he didn't... What did he do? He downloaded shit. I mean, he was able to post on their accounts. Um, I don't know, man. Crazy shit. Crazy shit. I'm, I'm still going to stay by what I said that... You know, if I was him, I'd apply. I'd apply to NSA. You know what I mean? After that, I'd just be talking to them already. I'd be like, look, after my three years and my three years of probation, let me fucking work there. I could show you what I did, huh? Um, But again, what do I know? I don't know shit about what I'm talking about. I just spew it out. <laughs> I just spew this shit. Um... All right, let's see. Here are the biggest games coming out in 2021. Are you guys ready? All righty, let's see. New Pokemon Snap. Nice. Um, what's that going to go on? 
It's gonna uh it's like the Nintendo 64 version, but they're adapting it to the Switch. Alright, so if you played that old ass fucking game they made 30 years ago, it's coming to the Switch, the same game. <coughs> Alright, Returnal. What is that? Some game called Returnal. Games optimized for PS5 are nice, but games exclusive to PS5 are even nicer. Alright, so this is a game that is exclusive to the PS5. Returnal is one of the first big-budget exclusive titles to drop on a next-gen console, and its spectacular visuals reflect that distinction. It follows a space pilot stuck on an alien planet and in a time loop. So it's a third-person shooter with horror and roguelike elements. Looks pretty cool. Um, I mean, look, these fucking graphics, they need to be damn near real. For me to be impressed. Because they came out with what? The Xbox, the new Xbox Series X looks the same. Same layout on when you log in. Same fucking games we're playing on Xbox One. Why would I get the Xbox Series X, right? Um, PS5, I almost feel the same about that shit too. It's the same thing. So these graphics really need to be bananas. And here's the thing. Don't fucking go out and buy this console and expect it to look fire when you're fucking putting it on um, this small-ass TV that I got, this fucking Samsung 24-inch, right? Don't fucking expect it to look that nice because not only do you have to spend $500 on a fucking console now, uh, you got to spend another $500 to $600 on a fire-ass TV that can handle it. Um, there's my little rant. All right. Resident Evil Village, that's coming out. Looks like it's Resident Evil 8. Um, and it launches on all the consoles, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Series X, and PC. I never played those games, Resident Evils. Uh, there's a game called Deathloop as well coming out uh, in May. And that one is uh, PlayStation X and P and PC, but with an Xbox version probably coming out next year. Knockout City. Um, the premise of Knockout City looks simple and familiar. Teams of players running around a skate punkish futuristic city, launching things at each other to get the win. Um, here are the things are dodgeball. So Knockout City is a cross between dodgeball and Splatoon. And it's a multiplayer game. It'll be cross-play between PC, Switch, PlayStation 4 and 5, Xbox One, and Xbox Series X. So it, it almost has a, um, a Fortnite look to it, but it's like a dodgeball game. That looks pretty tight. They're still making Ratchet and Clank. Uh, that one's PlayStation 5 as well. Final Fantasy VII Remake on the PS5. Looks like we got a Mario Golf Super Rush that's going to be coming out on the Switch. Nice. It looks pretty tight. I like that. I like the golf. Um, Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword. Can you believe they're still making fucking Zelda games? No More Heroes. That comes out August 27th um, on the Switch. And it's a hack and slash game. Um, looks like it began in 2008 on the Wii. And it's a massively considerable cult following. I don't know what that is. It's so it's uh, no more heroes. Number three is coming out on the Switch, and then looks like they got a new Pokemon Diamond 
what is it? Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. Uh, Pokemon Red and Blue got a remake on Game Boy Advance and later on Switch. Silver and Gold on DS and Ruby on Sapphire and 3DS. Pearl and Diamond originally released in the DS in 2007. I think that's the last one I ever bought. That one will be released in late 2021, the remake. Prince of Persia remake, The Sands of Time. Oh, yeah. That's coming out on Xbox One, PS4. Looks like January 2021, and then it was delayed to March, and it's probably delayed again. Jesus fucking Christ. Ubisoft hasn't given it a new date. Well, that one's going to be sick. Um, Prince of Persia, that was the original Assassin's Creed, pretty much. Lego Star Wars, The Skywalker Saga, Far Cry 6, Mass Effect Legendary. These are games all coming out, supposedly in spring of 2021. Halo Infinite to come out in fall of 2021. Um, Lord of the Rings Gollum. Horizon Forbidden West. uh, is one of the best games on PlayStation 4, apparently. Its sequel is coming into 2021. Um, Tracks Alloy's journey into 30th century Utah, Nevada, and California. She tracks down the origins of a killer virus. Truly a game of our time. That looks sick. God of War Ragnarok. That's probably going to be fucking nuts. And uh, Mario Rabbit's Kingdom Battle. Whatever that is. Bioshock, the collection. These are all other things coming out, I guess. Remasters. (coughs) And things out now. All right, so those are some games coming out. Um, Cool shit cool shit i love i fucking i'm a nerd you know um there's that super nintendo world you know out in fucking japan and i think it's honestly coming to universal my guess because it's like universal and islands of adventure like i said before they got the fucking marvel still there they got they got this old ass 1940s cartoon shit still there Get rid of it. Redo it, man. You got the same fucking rides. Change it up and and just get rid of it and fucking add Super Nintendo or something. You know? Um, Yeah. What else? Let's do one more. But I'm trying to do some, some good news we could laugh about. It's all just sad, depressing news, you know? Um, Zack Snyder's Justice League is most likely the end of DC's Snyderverse. Yeah. What life is like for a man who has two tiny houses on his private island in Florida. It's probably fucking fantastic. (laughs) Are you sure you're not talking about Jeff Bezos? Or no, (laughs) I'm sorry, Jeffrey Epstein. (laughs) Um, Yeah, man with uh, two tiny houses on his own private island in Florida sounds like he's living the fucking dream. 
just far away enough from people's bullshit and just close enough to go fucking to Publix, right? All right. IDK gets a face diamond implant. What's up with fucking people putting face diamonds implanted into your goddamn skull? Like Lil Uzi Vert did that. What he, he debuted a massive $24 million 10-carat pink diamond he had installed in the middle of his forehead last month. Why? Why? Albeit a dramatic commitment to flexing, (laughs) there is something appealing about having such a prominent statement piece in such a plain display. Yeah, somebody could just grab him by the throat and rip it out of his fucking forehead. How about that? And take it, and then they got a $10 million carrot. So apparently some rapper named IDK is doing the same. His probably doesn't fucking cost as much, right? Flawless VVS diamond on my face costs less than $100. I prefer investing in homies over diamonds. Oh, I prefer investing in homes over diamonds. Well, good for you, but you're still putting it on your face. Ouch. Oh, I guess it looks like one of those little piercings on his fucking, you know, that they put on your face. I've just never been a piercing guy. You know what I mean? I've never been a fucking piercing guy. Yeah, never been a piercing guy. Never pierced my fucking ears or anything like that. My nose, nothing. Just never wanted a hole in my face, you know? Or like, dude, like, I can't believe that it's such a style and trend. Not so much anymore. You don't see it so much anymore. But a couple years ago, you know, you would see the fucking gauges, bro. These fat ass fucking holes in your ear. So stretched out, sometimes bigger than their fucking ears. And it's like, dude, why? You just completely deformed your ear. You know, I'd rather have that cauliflower ear, that fighter's ear, you know, than fucking having a, a giant drooping hole in my fucking earlobe that's just falling down, right? Those people, they got to get it stitched up or, or surgically cut and stitched up. I mean, yeah, I just was never into that look, you know? I was never into that look. And look, that's probably the worst thing you could have as a guy. Because if you ever have to fucking throw down or get in a fight or something like that, dude, somebody could just literally fucking stick their finger in your hole and just rip it off. All right. If I was to get into a fight with a guy like that and I felt threatened enough, I would fucking put my, I would finger his ear hole and I would rip it off. (laughs) All right. And that's also why I have a bunch of rings on my fucking hands too, is like if someone's going to fuck with me, then they're going to get a nice clean punch with at least two rings on my fist, right? I'm going to leave a couple impressions on your fucking face if you try me, right? But that's my survival, right? That's my fucking survival instinct. Always, always in the back of my head. Like if someone was to fuck with me, (laughs) if somebody was to fuck with me. And honestly, the last time I got into a fight was, um, I think I was 24. I think it was like three years ago. And I was like working back in Orlando, working back home, and just for a couple months saving up money, like a summer. And um, 
some guy just cracked my buddy. I guess my buddy said something to him. He was hammered, but he was sitting down in in it on a table. And I'm over here sitting down on a table with two girls on my fucking um lap, right? And at you know, at the time I was single and they were I kid you not, this is like a scene from a movie, but I'm not making this shit up. This is all real. Um, that had these two girls that I knew from high school. They were sitting on my lap, they're making out with me. They make out with each other. They literally turn to me. They're like, um, would you want to go home with us tonight? And blah, blah, blah. Right. And I'm like, fuck yeah. Let me just get drunky over here home. Right. And like two minutes after me saying that, I just see some fucking guy come up to my buddy and punch him right in the face. Just clocked my buddy so hard in the face. <clears throat> and my buddy was just sitting down like drunk, just sitting down, like kind of like you know, like moving his head all crazy. Like he was hammered, dude. He was out of it. So for this guy to just fucking punch him in the face like that was not cool. And my instant reaction was to get up. So I had these two girls on my lap. I got up. They both fell on the ground and we're outside a tape. We're on this table outside and it's like on the sidewalk. And, and then it's also like the parking lot is right there, kind of like right off of the sidewalk and the tables. So there's cars parked right there. And I shoved this guy into the fucking car and like kind of get up top of him and I'm just fucking uppercutting him like there's no tomorrow, right? I'm literally trying to hold him down and I'm just uppercutting him, bam, bam, bam. And then everybody, you know, like other people were there, the bar, the bartender, all that shit, they all come out. Everyone starts splitting us up. And, um, and yeah, you know, like that was the last, that was the last time I got into some sort of physical altercation like that. And that was three years ago. And I got to tell you, I didn't feel good about it. You know what I mean? I don't, I, I'm a, at that time. And now it's like, I'm an older guy now, you know, like I'm my late twenties now. I don't want to fucking be fighting anybody, dude. I don't want to be punching somebody in the face and, and trying to hurt somebody. Like now it's like we got grown man strength. You know what I mean? Um, it's just not a good feeling like to, to, to have this aggressiveness or whatever. I just didn't like it. You know, I'm, I'm very chilled and it also ruined uh, threesome opportunity for me. So yeah, I felt like shit because those girls fucking just like dipped out after that. And the vibe was ruined, you know, after I fucking <laughs> had to throw them on the ground to get on this guy and my buddy's good and stuff. And, but this was years ago. So that was the, that was the last altercation I ever had physical. Um, but yeah, what are you going to do? Uh, how did I even get on this fucking topic? Oh, it was the, the ear hole thing, right? And I just said I'd fucking put my hand in somebody's ear hole if I was to get in a fight with one of those guys. Yeah, those that trend, the fucking, uh, what is it, the gauges? I'm glad that's going away. <laughs> I'm glad that's been going away because that shit is, is pretty gnarly. Um, You know, whatever. You, you get those really tiny little, little ones. That's cool, whatever. But... When you start getting bigger and bigger and you got a fucking hole that someone could put their finger through, gnarly. That's gnarly. Just, you know, certain things. My girl had one of those dermal piercings, right? You know, the girls, they get the fucking, they get the piercings on the on their belly button and shit like that. And some girls get it on their hips and, and they're fucking, right? Girls are getting this shit everywhere. And my girl had, had it as when I met her on the back of her, like almost the back of her neck on her spine. And that shit got infected after a while, dude. That shit got 
infected and she had to get that fucking practically like surgically removed you know what i mean because it was like basically it was like uh there was a piece in there right a metal piece in there and then what you can do is you can kind of tighten it's like the the it's like an earring that you put in and you just tighten it in there and then boom and then you can unloosen it and take it out and whatever but you still got a fucking metal piece in there that's just like whatever and over time there's scar tissue that just you know hangs on to it and so they had to legit cut it off of her because it's it was starting to get all infected i think the scar tissue had moved over and kind of moved it to a way where it was like cutting her and so she had to get rid of that it did it look good yeah it looked hot you know what i mean before all that <laughs> um but but it's like not worth it you know it's not worth i think to have that so now imagine some guy putting a fucking 10 million dollar diamond in their forehead and then it getting infected you know horrible some shit we just can't put on our in, in our bodies you know what i mean um but whatever. That's how I'm going to end it. This is the Risk Report with Rome and the Stoic. I hope everybody enjoyed, and I'll see you on the next one. Peace. Yeah, yeah. What up, Zoe? Whoa, 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 Lately, the loneliness been killing me Sipping tea and ripping green and clean recipe Except the things are stressing me Could quickly push me to a felony I put my pain inside of melodies Let me breathe, let me see what I could be Achieve all of my dreams that I have foreseen Flows that can grow as wise as a tree You've never seen no more wiser MC I'm too sick, my saliva's disease Thriving high as long as I breathe Calm as the sea till you fuck with my cheese And I'm like sugar, oh man Knock you out with my name After a full 360 degrees You don't believe it, Carl Ripley to see Usually at peace, but got no problem knocking out your teeth So watch your mouth with how you talking to me <laughs> Roll the windows down We're burning on the loud I'm rolling through your town I'm making sure that you all hear me now Roll the windows down We're burning on the loud I'm rolling through your town, I'm making sure that you all hear me now you hear me now, these labels fear me I guess I'm too profound Cause I'm known to move around With a loud ass speaker that'll shake your house In my mixtape, we'll make the whole club bounce No more asking when I hold us down We gotta stand the fuck up over blood so crown Cause you already know that you fucking dumb old clowns You fucking dumb old clowns See I'm a lyricist, spitting it over my own sound Feeling like a golden child My only regret is I'm never sober now Never know when the clock runs out Cause I'm just waiting for the sun to go down, but for now, roll the windows down. We're burning on the loud. I'm rolling through your town. I'm making sure that you all hear me now. Roll the windows down. We're burning on the loud. I'm rolling through your town. I'm making sure that you all hear me now.